Lisa coming to you from the Hill, the Edwin L. Librarian, and I first like to say that today is my oldest grandson's birthday, 13, and even though I'm sad that my husband, Papa, is not alive to sing with me and for us to uh, celebrate this day together, um, Israel, my grandson, he lives in Hutchinson, Kansas, so I wouldn't be, we wouldn't be with him most likely anyway on a Tuesday, um, but I know somewhere in my archives of videos, we'll have a video of Papa singing happy birthday to Israel. I'll, I'll look for that sometime today, but even though my heart is kind of sad because um, we always want things to continue, I'm also glad that we do have a legacy. We do have a gift. We do have the ultimate life in Jesus. No greater joy than to hear our children walk in truth. No greater joy than to pass down the legacy of the Word of God, a Christian life. Being that example, filling our hearts and our homes with things of God, such as in this library, and the power of a praying husband by Stormy R. Martin the book that we've been reading through, but also we can have a book called The Power of a Praying Papa, The Power of a Praying Grandstar, A Power of a Praying Mother, Power of a Praying Father, and so forth, because it's true. There is power in prayer. No matter who does the praying, there is power in prayer. I found a piece of paper Yesterday, I was looking for something else, and I ran across something I'd written years ago. I think in 2017, I wrote that I was thanking God for the provision of, for my husband. And I and God prompted me then, while my husband was still alive, that God is pro, was providing for me through my husband's hands. And that's the truth. That's the truth God provides for me and you through our hands and through the hands of our loved ones. It's from God. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above, the Father of lights. And um, we give God praise for that. And what we give to our grandchildren is from God. And the grandchildren are gifts in themselves, also from God. And we give God praise for that. So, Israel, if you listen to this, happy birthday. We are on page 39. Be Courteous. Do you ever talk to your wife in a way that would be considered rude if you were speaking to a friend or a business associate? Are you kind to everyone all day at work, but when you take out your frustration, exhaustion, and anger on your wife when you get home? Do you ever allow criticism of your wife to come out of your mouth in front of other people? If so, as a sister in the Lord who deeply cares about both of you and your wife, allow me to give you your first serious assignment in this book. Stop that. Marriage is hard enough without one of the parties being rude, cruel, or inconsiderate. Nothing makes a marriage feel more like hell on earth. Nothing is more upsetting, defeating, tormenting, suffocating, or emotionally emotionally provoking. Nothing does more to bring out the worst in us than a marriage where one of the partners is lacking in common courtesy. I have heard of more marriages dissolving because the wife had been treated rudely for so long that she felt herself becoming resentful, angry, bitter, and hopeless. In other words, she was turning into the kind of person she never wanted to be. We have to care enough about our mates to stop doing things that hurt or upset them. 
There is nothing more wonderful than the male voice, that it is strong and deep and rich. And the sound of male voices singing together is one of the most beautiful sounds on earth. But the male voice can also be terrifying, especially to women and children. Most men have no idea about the power of their voice. When a man speaks, his words have the power to create and the power to destroy. His words can be like a sharp knife that wounds and kills, or a soothing balm that heals and brings life. I'm not saying that you shouldn't talk honestly and openly with your wife about the issues in your life. By all means, put your thoughts and feelings on the table, but don't let your words turn into weapons of criticism that destroy what you want to preserve. Even when we don't mean to, our impatience or exhaustion can make our words seem less than courteous. Remember that the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. 1 Corinthians 4.20 It's not the words you speak, it's the power of God behind them that will make the difference. Praying first before you talk about a sensitive subject will give your words power and ensure that you speak them from a right heart. Your wife was created as a gift from God to complete you. Nor was man created for the woman, but woman for the man. 1 Corinthians 11.9 But she must be treated as the gift from God that she is in order for that complete blessing to happen in your life. Your wife will prove to be your greatest asset if you value and honor her. The Bible tells us that whatever we ask, we receive with Him because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. 1 John 3.22 Pray for God to help you speak to your wife in a courteous way that is pleasing in His sight and to convict your heart when you do not. Praying about these five simple biblical directives will transform your life and your marriage. And no matter how great your marriage is, God wants it to be better. Since God tells us to be transformed, that must mean there is always room for improvement. Romans 12.2 Therefore, it stands to reason that as we improve individually, our marriages will also improve. Next to your love for her, the greatest gift you can give your wife is your own wholeness. Her most fervent desire for you is that you become the man God created you to be. It must be your desire also. God has given you strength, brilliance, power, authority, and the wonderful and admirable traits that come with being a man. Ask God to help you use them well and to His glory. Ask God to make you everything He created you to be so that you and your wife will always be a winning team. That's page 41. And that completed the five, I don't think I, I numbered them each day, but the different areas. So, um, that's all, that, that's all out of that book for today. But I, I know that's so true. I know that there were times, um, when my husband and I might have had rocky time, moments, um, it's usually like if he lashed out at me, I turn around and lash back out at him. We act in kind. We act, we do, um, we do things, you know, um, we, um, we, we balance each other. Um, it's, it's the thing is like, uh, or mirror each other, I guess, the right thing I'm talking about right now. But I know that, like, if you came home from work, had pressures or on the, from the job or things didn't go right or the uh, vehicle broke down or, you know, various things. And when, we're, when we were short on money, you know, that would be frustrating to him and sometimes didn't, you know, sometimes I, I picked up on, on the, that feeling of, um, you know, not feeling, there was just some things there, but I know on the other hand, before he died, that like that a year or so before he died, it's like we kept doing good things for each other, kept doing gifts, because it's like, he's like, he couldn't out to, to his wife when I bought him the shed, he's like, that was the icing, that was the, um, 
that was the cherry on top of like ice cream I guess um, that was like the cherry on top he said I don't think I can give her on this one and, um, but he like when we were on trips he'd rent a nice car we'd rent nice places um, we'd uh, go to gift shops and buy really nice things you know for each other those those were the best times those was the best times and those memories those memories are far greater than that the not so favorable memories because you know um love covers a multitude of sins love does cover a multitude of sins and gifts it's it's good things that we give to one another so today let's speak the truth in love let's have gentle spirits let's be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving one another even as god for christ's sake has forgiven us you know we've got to love like jesus loves love is patient love is kind love is not boastful it's not unseemly love is not puffed up love is gentle patient let's be like that you have a great day god bless you Point others to the cross. Jesus is coming soon.